Oh, this is just about the Guggenheim in New York. What, what about all the other shady Guggenheims they've like planted around the world? Uh, we'll get to that later on. You know what I just realized? Hmm. The flower bouquet I got from Whole Foods has this little packet with the thing you dissolve in the water that keeps the flowers alive for longer i just realized mm. I didn't, it's still attached Cute. to it i feel like it's just baking soda <laughs> is it i think that's one of the like life hack things that you can do at home oh interesting i just rewatched that seinfeld episode with uh charlotte from sex in the city where he ac- accidentally uh drops her toothbrush into the toilet bowl <laughs> And then but removes it and uh, cleans it up before she can notice it. Oh but then God. she she ends up brushing her teeth with it, and she's like she's trying to promote baking soda as a uh, <laughs> as toothpaste alternative, which I guess was all the rage back in like nineteen ninety six or seven. I remember there was that's when Arm and Hammer toothpaste blew up, and like yeah, Army Hammer. <laughs> Um, I saw a guy last week that looked like the Hasidic bear from like, Army Hammer. <laughs> no, from oh. season one, like oh, Charlotte okay. when she goes to the artist studio. I feel like that's uh, I mean, all bears look like that, don't they? <laughs> no, I mean like specifically had that face and everything, <laughs> right? Which is uh, it's, it's funny because uh, those Hasids usually don't come in those in those healthy looking shapes <laughs> that that Hasidic diet does not uh, lend itself for that proportion <laughs> that beef tallow and uh <laughs> yeah whatever else is happening in the cooking <laughs> yeah um he looks like something that's uh that needs to go to the uh, the kosher butcher <laughs> um well i watched a fun and just like that documentary on the bus um it sounds like an oxymoron. <laughs> Wait, you're fun. such a it, it's it's incredible. You're such a stan of that show. You not only watch the show, you have now also listened to the podcast and watched yeah. the documentary. That's true. Yeah. I think it's just like once you're into the universe. Kind of, yeah, like the universe. And then sometimes it just feels overwhelming to get into a new universe yeah you know like starting a new podcast or something um i guess that's why but i am looking forward to season two of and just like that even though it was messy and chaotic <laughs> but aren't we all it was uh it was messy and chaotic but to me it was just not not satisfying on top yeah. of that so it didn't have the the campish sort of uh added value yeah that's true um, well, my new show has been American Horror Story NYC. Okay, I should get into that. Uh, please, please just watch it. Every week, two episodes come out. It's kind of a train wreck, but also amazing. <laughs> it's is, set that in... a sh- is that Sorry? a Shonda Rhimes show? <laughs> no. It's a Ryan Murphy. So it's oh, very okay. like Ryan Murphy universe. Like the same actors reappearing. She has been busy. Oh, she has been busy. I mean, uh, <laughs> just these past, what, three years? How many shows is, uh, and did he make? Countless. Like, and But even now, like the last few months, there's been Dahmer on Netflix. Dahmer, yeah. That uh, shitty uh, shitty show with uh, Doogie Howser. 
Uh, oh yeah, Uncoupled. We love hated that one. Um, I mean, Jor- Jordan Love hated it. I, the first uh, the first couple of episodes were nice, but we were just revolted to our core by the sight of his. He's nasty. He just looks, yeah, he looks like boiled chicken. <laughs> he just looks like boiled chicken. Uh, he peaked uh, at Doogie Hauser. So, how old was he, he then? <laughs> I just i I abhor every single artistic choice he's made over his career, from Doogie Hauser to How I Met Your Mother, oh, God. to Uncoupled. Um, he's always been shrill and annoying. Yeah, well, he's a theater kid. Yeah, so shrill is not a gender term; it can apply to anyone. <laughs> um but and was it wasn't he in the revival of company a few years ago probably i think he was i think it was like piggybacking off of his uh how i met your mother character which was supposed to uh, be yeah. like the the gallivanting like don juan but speaking of company patty lapone is an american horror story nyc Ah. She, she plays this owner of a bathhouse and she sings in the bathhouse much like Bette Midler used to do back in the 70s at the Continental Baths. What? Yeah. That was the I thing. Was not, I was not aware of that. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh trivia. my God. Imagine being at a bathhouse and Bette Midler singing. <laughs> what, did she like usher people into AIDS? <laughs> Basically. Um, gave, it's gave like them the, the soundtrack. <laughs> It's like the orchestra on the Titanic. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, so in AHS NYC, it's 1981. It's set in leather bars slash this bathhouse that Patty LaBone owns and is can singing we, in. Can we, as a rule, not acronymize on this podcast so that we don't uh, gatekeep? Okay. American Horror Story, New York City. Thanks. And... Uh... <laughs> oh, by the way, it's not an it's not an acronym. It's an initialism I learned recently. Ooh. An acronym is a word like NASA, which is a pronounceable word out of the initials. I didn't know that. Yeah. And like FBI is an initialism. Interesting. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah. It's one of the, one of the values of getting older. (laughs) That's a reassuring fact for young, are your younger listeners. Sorry. My brain is a, uh, some neurological misfires. (laughs) How have you been? fine i'm on the mend so glad oh, to hear thanks boo um, i miss you yeah. yeah i miss you too you've been so busy uh trotting and gallivanting the globe well i mean the summer is busy but now i've just been just been in my parents home in poland for the last month basically but i did Cute. i did go to warsaw for a long weekend with friend of the pod nikki we had an mm-hmm. amazing time you stayed in a tokyo style capsule hotel <laughs> i did uh which was interesting the common area is so ac'd even in the, in this oh, like really? fall weather because it's the funnier capsules that just heat up <laughs> oh i see your capsule looked like a bushwick uh warehouse rave <laughs> totally there was a roll gate for yeah. anyone that didn't see my instagram stories yeah it looked like the halloween parties uh my old studio space in gowanus used to run <laughs> but i recommend a capsule hostel if you guys ever see one uh at a good not, price because it was 25 not for a night the, not for the faint of heart or the claustrophobic <laughs> well i mean once you go in at night you don't really notice because you're so tired 
Like if you're ready for bed. It doesn't you feel wake like up in the Matrix. morning. Sorry? It doesn't feel like the Matrix. No, it's fine. It's okay. just when you wake up, you kind of have no concept of what's happening or what time it is. Sounds like a torture chamber. <laughs> but for 25 euro a night, a yeah, good trade-off. I, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, um, yeah. What else is new? I'm trying to, uh, you know, what? a good, uh, a good strategy to figure out what's new is to scroll back through my uh, photo stream to see what I've been up to, which has Wait, not been. So, done. did you dress up for Halloween? No, I never do that. Not at school or anything. No, we don't do Halloween. We only do porn. Oh, we we sad. like to porn. Like, we like to porn like it's hot. <laughs> um, I yeah, we went to a wedding in Vermont, which was lovely. Um. I've been pretty Look much beautiful. in town. Thanks. Really, a, a huge shout out to this Thai suit maker I uh, stumbled upon on Instagram. They just custom tailored me the most beautiful like high waisted suit. Oh, amazing! It looked really good. You looked very handsome and sharp. Thank you. We like we uh, we really hit the town where uh, like making the best out of these suits. We went to a couple of the uh, high holiday services. In my congregation, suited up. It was really nice. I got called to the bima to open the ark. Oh. That was it was very uh, it was a special moment, which uh, was then followed by a midnight. Yeah, almost close to midnight. Uh, we had dinner at a uh, French roast around the corner on the Upper West Side, nice. which was really nice. Um, yeah, that's about it. I don't have my life has been utterly unexciting recently. Uh, same here. I'm just, I'm really in hibernation mode. Same. It is like incredibly warm for the season currently here in uh, ye old Brooklyn, New York. And I, as I was walking to do my grocery shopping yesterday at the co-op, uh, I overheard some couples talking about how lovely the weather is, but then again, how they can not bring themselves to enjoy it because global warming. <laughs> and that was that was on the way to cast my ballot in the early voting oh phase of the yet another upcoming election in this country to just that just cannot get enough of elections. Oh my god. Did you uh, vote for Ellen M. Spodek? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> I, know, I, I saw her on the ballot and I just, that stuck in my mind. Because oh, in, yeah. in Polish, a Spodek is a, a saucer <laughs> for a coffee cup or, or a UFO. <laughs> so, great last name. <laughs> well, it's funny that you uh, that you ask this question because I, I posted that very same picture to Instagram yesterday because in the justices of the Supreme Court vote for any 12 section of the ballot there were literally 12 candidates and you're supposed to pick any of the 12 (laughs) and in each category the the exact same candidates were running on the democratic republican and conservative ticket and so you basically you had no choice um this this sounds like the winnipeg election that happened two weeks ago where uh school trustees and everyone's like i literally don't know anything about any of these people yeah but of course now uh this political climate we're in in north america it's moved on to canada there's just like insane nuts now running for for um school trustee 
Because they're like, we need to get in from the bottom, like inspired by what's happening in the U.S., where they're going mean, to like... You've had political nuts in Canadian politics for years. Oh, no, for sure. But there hasn't been like all like, this culture it? war nonsense. Like, oh, yeah. Like the drag queen story hour drama is now oh, moving on to Canada. Like, oh, my God. I'm losing my last brain cells. What's what was oh, the yeah. what was the Toronto mayor's name? Rob Thomas. Oh, Rob Thomas. <laughs> Rob Pruitt. Rob Ford. Rob Ford. Yeah. It's crazy because well, his brother is the premier now of the province. So right. I just are they twins? No, they're just brothers. Uh, I mean, they're sudden, both bloated and disgusting. But yeah, but the, they're reminding reminding me of what's his name that uh, SNL guy who passed away. But that was a, a that was a good last gasp of Gawker when all that Rob Ford stuff was happening. Like yeah, the crack, the meth, like whatever else was coursing through his veins. What was the comedian's name who passed away? Chris, Chris early, Farley. Early, yeah, Chris Farley. Rob oh, Ford creepy. is giving me ma- major Chris Farley. Yeah, oh, totally. I love when Chris Farley would just like literally bust through scenery. <laughs> yeah, into <laughs> <do> a skin. <laughs> Oh, oh man, that man. show has fa- fallen from grace. Oh my god, um, it's uh, on HBO Max now, and I I put on the Kim Kardashian episode, which was, was one actually, of the better episodes. Yeah, it was one of the better episodes, and also the first <sighs> one where you could see her face starting to truly crack. <laughs> um, well, just to go back for a second to the elections, I like I at this point am a savvy, uh, um. Uh, I'm a savvy election goer, like a vote voter, sorry, brain fart. Uh, and I'm able to like read through the ballot measures and like be able to tell whether I'm being bullshitted or not <laughs> by way of the language. So like, I, I'm not going to specify, but there were a couple of ballot measures where it was like through the language, it was so obvious. It was like, we <sighs> would like to spend $50 million on like a uh, committee and they're like, you know, beverages, croissants, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so I put down a no. Sorry. No, Anyways, I'm not getting catering for you. Yeah. Anyways, I voted. I got the sticker. I obliterated the sticker. Um, I want nothing less but to be wearing that sticker out in public. Um, if only you had that Ulster County sticker. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> if any of our listeners have not seen it please google the ulster county i voted sticker it's very cute yeah and if anyone's interested uh voting in new york is as simple as walking up to the person there and just saying the first three letters of your last name and first three letters of your first name and then just clicking yes on the ipad they turn to you that's as easy as it gets <laughs> no id <laughs> yeah and i no and i posted to twitter yesterday it's commensurate with the like with the level of shitty candidates you have to uh vote for the fact that it's so easy to vote oh my god um it just really feels like flying spirit basically voting in this country they need to like they need to like business classify elections (laughs) in this country Oh Just man, make it, make it more premium. Also, what's up with Artnet News? I like did Iranians hack it because the site's not loading <laughs> at all. I've been trying all morning. Oh, it works for me. Let let me see if our login still works. 
why is it working for you? I can't get it to work. You know what it probably is? It's uh, when servers no, it's have like distributed. Con- right, because I tried on Chrome too, but it's not working either. Oh, no, I mean like uh, they're probably using like Amazon Web Services and it's like geographically divided. So when you try to access it, it's probably going from a server that's down, but it, there's probably some error and it can't make it to like yeah. another server. Because I just opened it and let's see what are the hot topics. Uh, oh, wait, wait <laughs> just uh, speaking of a geographical divide. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can hear, but well, it's actually you can't hear because I'm on 3rd Avenue, but on 4th Avenue in just a matter of an hour or so, the New York City marathoners will be... God. <laughs> Enjoying their hard-earned training and uh, chafing nipples, yeah, meaning that I cannot do anything east of Fourth Avenue uh, <laughs> almost the entire day, which is very nice of them. That's why that's why I early voted because my early voting uh, polling uh, station is on Seventh Avenue, and I couldn't have made it there today if I wanted to. I'd have to figure out some way to like get above ground and. Oh, God cross fourth avenue so thanks for like berlin walling my <laughs> sunday i really Thank hope you for reinforcing the gowanus park slope divide yeah for just yet again disenfranchising <sighs> more class warfare yeah disenfranchising my my sunday morning a need for pastries and <laughs> i literally ran so many errands yesterday just because i knew i won't be able to get anywhere east of fourth avenue today which is insane also did you see the animation on like on the news on a i um on the oh god why am i why, why is my brain on my one on the route on the on the marathon route Oh no, I didn't. But I, you were saying it goes to the countryside. <laughs> it's no, it's, it's so. It, I guess it starts somewhere in Staten Island. They they uh, run over the bridge, <laughs> over the ferry, and have to wait on the ferry. <laughs> you should <Yeah>. do that. <laughs> no, they close down the Verrazano Bridge for that. Oh my god! Uh, so they cross the Verrazano Bridge. They make it like into Brooklyn. Start running up north. I guess at some point in Queens, they cross over into Manhattan over the bridge. They then go all the way up to the Bronx and then, or maybe like, anyways, it's like Staten Island, Brooklyn, Queens, Bronx, Manhattan. It's like, can't you like do it on some like Alpine, like countryside? (laughs) Why does the whole city have to be like temporarily shuttered for this? This is insanity. Imagine those climate change protesters glue themselves to the pavement and stop the marathon. And then those, top five people that keep winning all the world marathons get so pissed <laughs> honestly they should do that it's such a huge industry at this point that like well it's too big to fail basically thanks big marathon yeah i also don't know why i would want to do that to your knees oh my god Nip. how many how many Nips, miles is knees, that hips oh you're like does it make your nipples bleed that's what happens to older people it's like once they cross the finish line, their nipples are just bleeding from the shirt rubbing for for like eight hours. Oh, I thought there was some like internal bleeding that would like find its way out through the lactating. No, but it is system. a thing. It's like older people, like their skin's more sensitive. So huh. I know that if you like it could cause a uh, like mild internal bleeding that you piss out. Oh, God. 
oh, like rhabdo, that thing when people do like high intensity interval training too hard and they end up like getting blood poisoning. Also, news flashed like people with like excessive like uh, sex like life habits. Um, Hose. No, I'm not. I'm not joking. You could like it could like you could piss blood eventually because oh, it's uh, yeah, it bursts like the Beep. capillaries or whatever. Okay, need to censor. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, why would you want to run twenty six point two one nine miles? I know. I'm just shocked how many normal people I know that do it. Like it's one thing when you're training because this is like your career, but yeah, I know surprising amount of people that do this. Um, oh, when we were in Winnipeg, like when I was there with my parents, we had dinner with these friends of theirs, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we just got back from doing our Ironman triathlon." <laughs> Which, like, do you it? know about that? What it entails? Yeah, it's, it's insane, insane. And then this couple's like in their fifties, and I'm just like, what? And my I, dad's bike shop, this woman was coming and she was like in her 60s. And she's like, yeah, I do like multiple Ironmans a year. And I'm like, this is where it, is that? Is that the one where part of it you like bike and then part of it you like run with the bike with the bike lifted over your head? I think you're only running with a bike because you have to put the bike somewhere. But like in those photos, but you're running, you're swimming and you're um, cycling. But the distances are very long. Like it takes literally all day. It's nuts. Like, I, I just I have nothing to say to that. I don't. I don't understand people. <laughs> I just don't understand people. Yeah. Um, the thoughts on art is like pro bowling, um, <laughs> bocce ball, <laughs> pickleball. Even though we haven't tried it. <laughs> or uh, how do the what do the Germans like to say? Messig aber regelmäßig. Like do it do it moderately but consistently. True. Which is like so rich for them to have come up with this uh with this life advice because they <laughs> does not apply to their like national ethos. <laughs> what do the Germans do that is consistent but moderate? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't, genocide. I don't think they, yeah. <laughs> it's not moderate though. <laughs> they they don't understand the concept of moderation. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, well. well, um just back to New York for a second. I just want to give a quick shout out to friend of the pod Tomad Dozel. He has a beautiful show up right now at Tiff Siegfried's Gallery, seventy five East Broadway. It's uh on until December seventeenth. And uh, apparently you go up into that uh, Chinese mall there and the gallery is next to uh, Eckhaus Schmata. So oh, I didn't know they had a uh, physical, like I a retail either. location. It's amazing. There's so many people in the Schmata um, game mm -hmm. as buyers. <laughs> Big Schmata. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well, congratulations uh -huh. on your opening, Tomas. Sorry I couldn't make it. I had a very stressful we just we I had to write like 67 re, uh, progress reports over the past <laughs> week and there's truly nothing more debasing or torturous than this experience Ugh, um yeah not everyone can be a natural leader okay let's just say <laughs> i had to i had to really dig into my thesaurus and look up some good adjectives and synonyms 
Oh, I thought at this point you would have just had like coded uh, options you select in software. No, but at this point, you know, you you write you like you come up with a scaffolding for like the the archetypes of students and everything else is variations and iterations on that mm-hmm. while drawing from the data that you've accumulated over the semester. Also, like it's November sixth, the years the uh, the the academic year started what like not, two months ago. Yeah, I don't understand why it's necessary to like check in <laughs> with those kids at such a deep level this early on in the game. Yeah, I mean, I think when I was in school, we just had uh, report cards at the end of the first term. Yeah, like, same. Before the holidays, so. It's just crazy the level of, like, pressure yeah. students are being put through these days. Also, my students are being exposed to, like, academic level studying that, like, I didn't even have in high school. Yeah. And I'm not stupid, okay? Mm-hmm. So... Like, I just don't know. I don't know if it's necessary. It's almost like, you know, it's like overloading on vitamin C. You know, it's like it's fucking water soluble. The body will just get rid of any excess. Like there's, you don't need to overload on anything. Well, it's like, I remember kids that were like in the gifted program. It's like none of them have done anything remarkable with their lives. Yeah. And also, yeah. Also the gifted, the gifted kids program should really be like, uh, they should really keep a, a watching eye on them so that they don't turn out sociopathic. It's a, re- a really good way to figure out who might have sociopathic tendencies uh, in the future. Oh, totally. um, I don't know why, but TikTok's been aggressively feeding me like snippets of the interview Elon Musk's mother oh, God. gave to like BBC. She looks like fucking Cruella DeVille or something. The whole family looks demented. That whole family is so, disgusting. Like, y- yeah. On uh, every no, level. Yeah, no wonder he's such a he's such a freak of nature. Like I, I don't have any particular sort of uh, animus against him or anything like that. But like the family is clearly fucked up. Only if only by way of them being South African, <laughs> which is like, you know, they re- didn't really quite come to terms with their. Yeah. With her mal- uh, mal- emerald mind <laughs> yeah mine sorry um so there's some there's some like national healing that has to happen over there God. down and down under west i the just west. i don't care about the twitter thing it's like i just want i don't care twitter can die for all i care but he's garbage like he's so annoying it's yeah it's like, just annoying but i also just i don't have an opinion about him like what like i i truly i'm at a lack of words to like express any opinion i have about him except that twitter is clearly there's clearly an excess of everything there like all the uproar about like they're letting they're letting off like a thousand employees like why do you need thousands of employees there like it's all content moderators like is that like can you imagine having that job Ugh, horrible i also don't think most of the people let go are content moderators it's like redundant people in sales engineering blah 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 yeah i don't know it's i i, I don't understand that but also like, like do average people use twitter i don't think they do no and i i only use it to like vent about things that wouldn't get me fired yeah and other than that, there's 
like I'm scrolling through my Twitter now. I I only get like uh, Associated Press updates, Times of Times of Israel. You get my wonderful tweets. I get your tweets, yeah. <laughs> Friend of the pod, Rebecca, retweets some funny stuff. Yeah, and I love Rebecca's uh, basketball content. Oh, yeah, that's that's a little less my, uh, my thing, but... <laughs> I'm joking. Although Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. Oh, my God, don't get me started. They, like, they have implored us now in the Jewish Studies Department to, like, address it. Oh, my God. And, uh, like, both his and Kanye... Kanye's bullshit oh and like I, I straight up had to look up this basketball player because I like I've never heard the name I'm I have I'm just I don't know basketball at all I'm not yeah. a sport so um but it's just I despicable. like I had a, it's despicable but I had a hard time with it because it's just it's it feels like beneath me to even address it yeah because it's just so dumb and then, so how, what did you, uh, regarding Kanye, like, what was the discussion with your students? Well, the solution is we haven't addressed it yet, but like, I'm getting a medical procedure done on Tuesday and I'll be missing one of my oh. true studies classes. And instead there's a, a different faculty member who's going to do like a one-off that oh, will okay. address this. So I like, <laughs> I don't have to talk about it. I, I mean, he's clearly bipolar and not in a good place in his life. Mm-hmm. I, the most re- regrettable thing in this whole thing i think is that he's really playing into the worst stereotypical cliches of the black of the african-american like being not even anti-semitic but like you know pointing their darts at like their their fellow low-class citizens yeah uh you know in the style in the vein of like the crown heights riots it wasn't like a It wasn't a skirmish of the elites, so to say. Oh, it was oh like, exactly. It's like, uh, yeah, it's it was, like the the lower classes. The, 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 yeah, it's like the lower rungs on the ladder of both groups being yeah. turned against one another. And he's really just playing into that. Like his commentary and thoughts don't they don't seem like they come from like a well thought out or like an yeah. intellectually sound like place. He just it's like. I mean, all it's, you have to do is watch one of those interviews and it's even before these mental health struggles, like he cannot string a thought together very well. Like he's not a genius. We all know that. No. And I mean, he's clearly a uh, a brilliant like marketing person. I it's you know, it's not my social I uh like I don't gravitate towards that whole fashion empire aesthetics. <laughs> I mean, or you don't whatever. want to look like um an undertaker or groundskeeper. <laughs> no, I'm not even talking about the like the top shelf like Balenciaga collaborations. I'm talking about the like you know the Soho on a Monday afternoon yeah, yeah. pop up line like high beasts. Like, yeah, of like. 50 something like clearly like you know uh like black teenagers who've like spent their last dollar on something that he produced like i it doesn't something does not sit right there yeah um and it's just a it's just a testament to how like shitty the culture is right now like between between him and his fucking wife those two are ex-wife sorry those two are just the nexus of 
like intellectual and spiritual corruption yeah in this country i will say though i i do blame his wife and her family for clearly having exacerbated his the deterioration of his mental state and well-being yeah i mean it's insane this whole thing that came up like with that trainer what was the like his he's this trainer he's canadian he's living in la he's a celebrity trainer named harley pasternak and apparently he's who like called the ambulance the first time kanye was committed mm-hmm. when there was like probably a fifty-one fifty hold it's called in california where if someone's being a danger to others or themselves like you can call an ambulance and like you know where did they, they take be... them though well, it's they not take like you to the you... hospital to um you know kind of evaluate the situation that's literally the worst place you want to end up uh, in with a mental health crisis yeah triage at an er well no i think they would take you to the psych ward where you know that's that sounds that sounds awful so now kanye has posted screenshots from this guy harley basically allegedly threatening that like oh you'll be committed again kind of thing but uh like why wasn't i don't know anyone closer to him that's not like a paid employee um kind of like dealing with that at any point because obviously he must have some people in his life other than candace owens (laughs) like right um anyways the whole anti-semitism it's just like clearly it's not like you've been sitting on this for years Something oh, he's persi- clearly been saying these things for years because, like, Ryder Rips even came out and said that. Oh, you're saying it, this? This has been like brewing for years. Yeah. No, he's been like saying and doing these things before, but like it oh. just has never come out publicly. Okay, that I didn't realize. That kind of changes the way I look yeah. at things. Like he's had like a fascination with Hitler. He's had like you know all this kind of stuff. Um. Honestly, whatever comes out of this, I just wish this this implodes the Kardashian empire. <laughs> totally, that's the only thing I can wish for. Uh, yeah. it's just it's just a shame. I you know what I would I would consider the arguments brought on by like arguments of this type. I would consider them more. Uh, uh, I would take them into consideration if they didn't necessarily came from people with clear mental disturbances. Yeah. For some reason, it tends to go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, And so I don't know. Not a good influence. Yeah. I also just want to say that, um, okay, like someone's not responsible for their ex-husband. And the dumb horrible shit they do that Mm -hmm. said kim still has a relationship with him beyond him beyond their like co-parenting arrangement because on the show which i am keeping up with on disney plus uh she's in constant communication with him with him making fun of her outfits and other bullshit so even all this drama of like oh pete davidson and blah 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 they still have like some sort of cordial relationship beyond like, oh, I have no, to stay course. on good terms with him because I don't want like, you know, the father of my children. I don't want to have drama with him. Like they're still clearly friendly. 
So when she is clearly still friendly with him, she should do more than have like a boilerplate, like there's no room for anti-Semitism, like tweet. Right. So. I don't know, man. This is, it's all very depressing. I, he's just been, you know, he's been like uh, disintegrating in real time in front of our eyes for like years now so yeah. i don't understand why all of a sudden this like this intellectual moment is having we should take any more seriously than a previous so yeah. whims has been he's been entertaining and indulging mm-hmm. um speaking of jews <laughs> should we do should we do a virtual review of Alex Katz's <laughs> retrospective at the Guggenheim? Because we should. So everyone, just pop open um, Guggenheim. Are they .com or .org? How much money are they making? That's what I want to know. Whatever Mariam Ghani was able to um, put in the slush fund. <laughs> okay, so it's Guggenheim .org. I guess they're a what do you call it? A five hundred one c or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, what does it take to get a .org uh, URL? I guess you have, I guess you're supposed to be like a some sort of nonprofit or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so wait, um, Guggenheim. <clears throat> let's see, visit. Oh, this is just about the Guggenheim in New York. What, what about all the other shady Guggenheims they've like planted around the world? Uh, we'll, we'll get to that later on. <laughs> um. Well, so recently, more specifically, two weeks ago, the grand opening of Alex Katz's uh, retrospective of his lifelong work open at the Guggenheim. Um, yeah, how do you feel about uh, his life's work? Uh, glorified uh, New York Times, <laughs> Sunday Times illustrator, Alex Katz. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking who, at it now. There's these cardboard turned, cutouts. <laughs> yeah, cardboard cutouts. He is 95, so let's try to just pay a touch, a little bit of fealty, and re- pay know. some like reverence to uh, this old master. <laughs> I am just so like shoulder shrug on Alex Caz's work. It's pretty. I mean, if I was a rich New Yorker on the Upper East Side, yes, a giant face of a woman would look great (laughs) in my massive apartment. So, like, what else can you say? Um, I think Uh, there's people that have done it better. They're just, first of all, they're flat. Very flat. Second of all, to his benefit, I will say that I don't dislike looking at the people he paints, mm-hmm. which is a major problem I have with, um, you know, figurative work, figurative painting in like 2022. Um, like young painters, both like, you know, millennial cusp mm-hmm. and or Gen Z just have a terrible eye for what would be nice to look at in terms of the human gaze. Yeah. And so uh, there is like a nice nostalgia that uh, um, that's evoked in his like choice of uh, uh, of portrait subjects, which I like. Um, 
it's just like everything else with the art world like why why did this have to become like a big alex katz this could have been a nice small career but instead it's been like put on a pedestal pedestal where it's like the next best thing since sliced bread like they're nice to look at they're inoffensive but like the the, like you know the the opening at the guggenheim was like kind of reminded me of like alex alexander petrovsky petrovsky's (laughs) opening in the museum yes the genius is here yeah it's Um, like it's fine it's whatever yeah they're fine they're like they're like uh vogue illustrations a hundred years ago they're like that level and quality you know like yeah they're pretty and they're fine but I do, I enjoy them on the level of, like, they have, like, a almost a Woody Allen sort of quality to them in terms of, like, uh, relationship and, like, romantic dynamics with couples. It reminds me of, uh, like, Hannah and her sisters and, mm-hmm. and that that era of Woody Allen movies, like, the, the level of, like, a, uh, like, engagement between, like, his subjects kind of reminds me of that like woody allen uh mm-hmm. spirit but like that's about it i maybe i need some like more theory to like expose me and open my eyes to the genius of alex Katz. but like then again why would you need like any just, wall text to like you know sell you on something it's, it's an industry that uh just you know has inertia i think that's the thing like yeah, there's nothing and also, wrong with them, but they're not the greatest thing since sliced bread, which some people make them out to be. Also, the cutouts are just—they're cutouts. No, like, they're corny. Uh, okay, they're just cutouts, and it's not even Matisse cutouts. Yeah. Where he literally cut something out and like reintroduced it into uh-huh. a new a uh, a new composition. They're just like figures cut out and like glued onto what are those like aluminum sheets oh it looks like they're on die bond or something die bond yeah, yeah. it's like it's <sighs> he's fine. no alice neal okay yeah i don't know i'm t- i'm impressed it's they're pretty they're inoffensive they're nice to look yeah, at fine. but like let's just let's dial it down a little bit okay but folks. also um what's our account we love um manhattan art review he he went off on twitter and then basically being like what is the deal with these why do people love this it's just like glorified illustration and then uh someone's like well the color the use of color or like his like eye for color and you're like it's literally just color and they're like obvious color combinations and it's like what illustration looks like in general i maybe one of our listeners can chime in and tell us what exactly he innovated in know, terms of using color the theory. color wheel, like, like, <laughs> like, oh wow, he used a complementary color. <laughs> it's it's very admirable that he's still that active at the age of ninety five and can't stop painting. Yeah, hats um, off to him for that. Uh, one big floppy hat off to him. Yeah. Um, also, he's a handsome man, and was a a thought when he was younger. So. I don't know what to tell you. Like with with my like my latest like health health issues and like being less present in the studio and in also like going to less openings. I'm just 
getting the opportunity to see what matters more to me and what matters less. And it's just... In the past, it used to be so when I would go on a business trip or on a just go home to visit my family and I would be outside of New York, I would realize what I, what, what like, that I'd be hemorrhaging interest in certain things. Mm-hmm. Some of those would be like art openings and stuff like that. And then when I'd come back, I'd go back into the speed of things. But like with like the recent developments in my life, whatever, I'm realizing that this is just a, uh, say, uh, a tree falls in the forest. Yeah. It's like a tempest in a teacup. Well, you know what I've really enjoyed lately? Uh, doodling on my new iPad. Oh, it's true. My base model iPad I got um, mm-hmm. before prices shot up. And I actually really enjoy painting on it using... Um, what's my what's my app I like? Sketchbook, it's called. I mean, listen, if Patra Cartwright could, uh, yeah, could buy, exactly. buy a house... Totally. So can you. I mean, you're already a, you're already a homeowner. Oh, thanks. Which you know, it's crazy. I actually decided uh, yesterday to sell it. Really? Yeah, not anytime soon because of the kind of global financial turmoil we're in mm-hmm. with inflation and uh, interest rates shooting up. It's just a bad time. But um, I just need to move on. It's a bit of a money pit. Is it? Yeah, it's like fine to be in, but the things that need to be done are just overwhelming and I don't make enough money. Mm-hmm. It would be different if I, you know, lived there full time, had a nine to five job, had a partner. Yeah. Um, but to do it alone is just too much. And to then get like a mortgage just to do these kinds of things that need to be done. Yeah. Like, it's well, not like are you, the roof is collapsing, but, like, the roof should be redone, like, in the next 10 years. You know, things right. like that. Would you want to buy another house, or? Uh, I would have to see, because, like, the house has gone up in value, but. Oh, really? I, That's incredible. Yeah, it's good it went up. But, you know, I bought the house for, like, 19,000 euro, one nine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, uh, even if it, like, doubles in value, that's 40 grand, which is great. Um but it's not like tons of money or whatever. It sounds it sounds like you were talking about that the Upper West Side apartment you bought in 1929. <laughs> <laughs> well, so hopefully I don't know if I did sell and I had some money like maybe I could just like put that aside and like one day use it for down payment on an apartment or something. Mm-hmm. Where would you uh where would you get that buy that apartment? I have no idea. I would love to move to New York as discussed on previous episodes of Thoughts on Art, but Maybe you one day you'll end up on the uh, on that thing on the New York Times where they, you know, the, the apartment hunt. Hunting. Ugh, I would yeah. love to. Yeah. Um, we just need to find me um, a suitable bachelor in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone, get on it. Slide into my DMs. You gotta move here. You know, you just gotta move here. No, I know. I'm, the experience has to be immersive. I know. I'm going to start applying for jobs there, but it's just, it is scary because there's all these hiring freezes, layoffs. Like, of course, these are bigger companies, but it'll just have a knock on effect to smaller companies. And, right. um, Yeah, you might not be able to get that job at Twitter that you wanted. (laughs) Let alone Meta. Like they're they're I uh, you know they get paid in a uh, stock and the stock plummeted like was seventy five percent or something yeah, like fifty percent one day, 
It's insane. Maybe they just need to cut cut back on the Israeli salad and that messy salad bar. That that does not look like a lot of money has been spent on that. Let me tell you that. Oh my god, the, um, me and Amir's one of our TikTok hobbies is watching those. Like, here's the day in my life of working, <laughs> and they're like doing nothing all day. And then it's like, and then I got lunch at the salad bar. <laughs> Just getting my third flat kombucha of the day on tap. <laughs> to promote I mean, good, good health. <laughs> How, that, that is such a fucking Ponzi scheme to pay out, like to pay your employees with stock. I know. It's like, like it really, it really only makes sense if the stock's on up and up. But like, what happens when like, literally, are there any like provisions for what happens when the stock takes a, a, a nosedive? <laughs> No, <laughs> I mean they generally have good salaries too. But I mean the the big perk of going to one of these fangs, as they're called, is that you know you get these the stocks like every like, whatever yeah, the imagine, schedule is. Imagine getting used to like earning an average X amount of money like on a month on top of your salary, yeah, and know. then that fluctuate fluctuating oh, so God. drastically. Like, what are you supposed to do? Even if you make a lot of money, like you can't just like at the drop of a hat change your like your expenses and your habits oh. and how, how are you gonna afford a one bedroom apartment in manhattan now yeah <laughs> i was watching this uh youtube real estate guy and he's like showing an apartment it's like four thousand something for a depressing one bedroom yeah and he's like yeah you have to earn a hundred and eighty thousand dollars a year no, it's ridiculous. It's like, it's insane. Like, oh, great. I'm a Google engineer. This like the yeah. pinnacle of this industry in a high paying job and I can afford the shithole. Like, well, nuts. maybe, uh, maybe you can find an apartment next to a uh, Julia Fox in Yorkville. The slums <laughs> of the Upper East Side. Trash. <laughs> God. Um, Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I would love to be neighbors. I would love to live in a. Am I allowed to say your neighborhood? <laughs> oh wait, no, yeah, it, yeah, no, yeah, we've mentioned it in the past. Um, I want to live between your place and the super fun site of the Gowanus Canal. Oh my god! <laughs> just, uh, just be aware of the fact that once a year there's a geographical divide that's erected <laughs> out of the blue for 24 hours. Also, a big plus of your neighborhood and me living there is, um. The Popeyes. Funny that you mentioned that. I was feeling so blah yesterday mm -hmm. that I got Popeyes. Oh, yes. What'd you get? <laughs> I never get my order right because as much as I love their tenders, they tend to be a little dry. Really? Um, Interesting. Yeah, I've, I've had three consecutive dry tender mm -hmm. experience from there. So I was like, give me three wings and two tenders. <laughs> I highly enjoyed the wings and the tenders. Mm -hmm. I, I only ate like uh, one and a half and I just gave up. Also, it was too much food for me. So and they just made it to Winnipeg and I got my parents the chicken sandwiches. And they see, now that, that, to me, them. that to me is a wasted Popeye's experience or opportunity really? because like I... I don't need the bread. They excel at the Ugh. chicken and, and the bread just like... I can get sandwiches anywhere, literally. I know. And I so just I love just, I need the essence from their Popeye. spicy chicken sandwich is so good. It's like yeah. ugh, the sauce on the chicken. And then I love to get 
I think they're like Cajun fries. <clears throat> yeah. Um, sometimes I get the mac and cheese. And their buffalo dip is so good. It's like I usually, buttery. I usually go with the, yeah. I usually get the blackened ranch and the, oh, yes. the, the mustard. God, I wish they had that here. <laughs> God. I went a few times in Winnipeg. I also went uh, with my ex, Travis. We had a lot of fun. He had never been. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I miss North yeah. America. Yeah, I should come back. I mean, I democracy is about to uh, die, so hurry up. But um, I just find yeah. Europe so depressing. What with this energy crisis, constant war right now. Uh, yeah, and also I've been watching the uh, the royal family at work documentary. Oh God, I'm at the fifth in the fifth episode now. I can't tell if it's if it was paid for by them or if it was like re, like green lighted by them because like there is some like criticism towards them in a few mm-hmm. of the episodes but it basically so it follows them in like different fields of like work over the five episodes mm-hmm. and uh it's so not glorifying because it just describe it portrays the po- like the miserable reality of their just daily public like obligations and duties they have to perform that i just cannot like why would anybody want to be a royal? Ugh, looks so depressing. Like, at what point is it offset by, like, a lavish lifestyle or, like, accoutrements that just make it worth their while? Like, the, it just seems like the most horrible job ever. And you can't just quit. I guess you God. could quit. But. I mean, the other European royals just keep doing various shenanigans to, like, quit or shove people out. So Yeah. But, like, in one of the episodes, there's an actual job of a person to uh to cut out like excerpts from the newspaper that track royal like visits oh Oh, that sounds like a gallery i used to work at (laughs) someone did that every day (laughs) and he like he fills out a ledger that he's been filling out for 30 years now that tracks every single like visit that they pay to like this and that charity or whatever so that it like so that it checks out with their like yearly presser the royal like the royal uh, um there's like a royal position for this like an accountant or something like that mm-hmm. that has to like show you that this amount of money has been taking in versus this these are this is like the service we provided so there's an actual person who's filling out a ledger to like <laughs> monitor their actual like uh, uh appearances which is just insane well she was busy i mean in my lifetime of living in winnipeg she came at least twice to winnipeg (laughs) sorry she was a happy warrior she i don't like charles clearly hates it well he was he's been traveling around with his toilet seat and his uh boo-boo bear yeah no but he's like he's not a he's like gen z in the body of like a a 70 something year old person she at least was like she really reminds me of my grandmother like just it's like have a lot of reverence for this sorry for being such a royalist (laughs) (laughs) don't don't at me i come from the shtadel so it's just a little bit of a from the shtadel shula (laughs) yeah um oh yeah you want to talk about our our little friend's uh excursion to uh cutter as they like to call it here <laughs> cutter 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 not to be confused with cutters <laughs> oh my god where do Wait, i I'm begin gonna, um, i'm gonna go to the i'm gonna go to the fridge to extract some of the really <laughs> yummy organic coconut water i got at the co-op because mm. i need to 
Oh my god. Sorry the USB is not long enough. <laughs> um I need to like I need to uh how much is a uh, coconut water there? Um how much is it? I'm not sure like four bucks, five bucks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's not the Rihanna brand Vita Coco, is it? <laughs> yes, oh, so she's cancelled. Is she? she she's done. What, because of the lame new song she got? Well, I was just saying, the ballad sucks. It's like, okay, so we yeah, all waited um, half a generation for that song. Yeah, but it's like, it's not off her new album. It's just like a soundtrack. I know, I know. It's for Wakanda Forever. Um, just did the hand signal while I said that. Uh, Ooh, this coconut water is good. It's called Cocoa Goods. You can look it up. Mm. It's like really organic looking. Okay, I'll look it up. I it's just like conflict I, coconut. Yeah, I need like I need more potassium in my body as a cofactor for my mm-hmm. intrinsic factor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. No, Rihanna is having her Fenty season four, powered by Amazon Prime fashion show coming up, mm-hmm. with like that fucking turd. Uh, <clears throat> who? The pirate, uh, Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Oh, um, oh, God, what's his name? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. It's like the first man to appear in your <clears throat> show is this fucking troll loser. Wasn't he in the. Didn't he like give his face to some like animation on another fashion show or is that the one? No, no, he was in the, um, the MTV the VMAs as like the Moon Man. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And it's like whatever i know there's like many thoughts on that trial that happened but like i'm sorry why would you fucking put him as the moon man and then put him in a fenty runway show it's like yeah i'm sorry it's just tacky and gross and also it's like i mean she's she's always been tacky well she's always been tacky and she's actually a troll it's like okay as a very public uh, abuse victim who then did a song with the abuser. Right. And now it's like, oh yeah, no, Johnny Depp should be in the runway show or in the like interstitial or whatever. It's like, <clears throat> yeah. get a life. You God. Oh my God. Sorry. I'm just livid. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm also livid about like, I used to love Drake and it's like, why would you make fun of Megan the stallion being like shot? I have not been following any of that, so you're going to have to uh, clue me in. That's like another thing, because she was shot by this, I don't know if she was dating him, by this rapper, and like shot in the feet, like basically was like dance, and like shot her, and this was a whole thing like last few years, like went to trial, etc. I think he's on like house arrest, and then it's like Drake makes fun of Megan Thee Stallion, like Drake is a bitter gay man. Mm Mm-hmm. Seriously, here first. Yeah, like, what man is like making fun of a woman getting shot? Oh my god. Anyway, they just need to focus on their art. Oh god. Okay, speaking of art, all these fucking losers <laughs> in Qatar, Qatar, Qatar. <laughs> um, namely Alex Israel, loser. Um, like these people. It's like who else was there? Uh, Rick Owens, nasty ass wife. 
Is she his wife? I thought she was just his muse. Um, well, he's a gay man, obviously, so I don't know what's happening there. Maybe that's why he didn't go, because, you know, if you're gay and go to Qatar, um, you... Was, isn't he in Qatar, too? I don't know if I saw him in those stories, but... Who posted them? Uh, Alex Israel, and then uh, this guy Jordan Richmond, who writes for O32C, he, like, was like, oh, my favorite it? TikTok account. You Alex gave me Israel. heart palpitations for a second. I thought you were saying Jordan Firstman was sent to Cutter. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I, I thought you said Jordan Nasser is in Cutter right now, and I didn't know. No, but I mean, it, it was enough to have to like see the naked body of a uh, Jordan oh, Firstman in that in that pink, behind the pink, pink filter on Bat Magazine. Like a, yeah, disgusting. Can, we, can people stop platforming Jordan Firstman? Yeah. Um, no, anyway, so it's like the World Cup's coming up in like two weeks and uh, over 7,000 people have died. Uh, migrant workers, uh, mostly South Asian people. And uh, you can also be detained and, I don't know, abused and probably killed for being gay. Um, but <laughs> let's go to the Korean Rotfeld um, fashion show. Maybe like Alex Israel is just gala. <laughs> maybe Alex Israel is just trying to like prove to Kanye the Jews do <laughs> in fact originate from the desert and are in fact the original <laughs> Jews and not their black brethren. <laughs> A possibility. I don't know, like um what yeah, what and, is and happening? you made you made some you made some scathing uh, uh critical posts. Oh, and FKA Twigs is also there. Yeah. Rick Owens' is Muse. It Carolina feels... Kirkova. Um, used yeah. to love her on the runway. Yeah. Like, clearly, how much were they paid? Oh, like, they must have been paid millions each, because I don't know why else you would go there. Yeah. To, like, uh, art wash or culture wash or whatever wash. Because, like, this isn't, like, oh, well, you know, it's, like, I... Someone went to China because they had a show there, and mm-hmm. someone's like, "Well, what about the Uyghur oh concentration God, Harry, camps?" Harry Styles too. Yeah, Harry, Harry Styles, Styles performing. Oh my God, and it's like, no, it's very different when there's an autocratic government that basically does whatever it wants, <laughs> abuses people, and then they single-handedly create all these events uh, just to like basically give themselves good PR and like put a a different spin and different face on these horrible things they're doing. This is like when the Red Cross visited uh, Birkenau or Auschwitz or whatever. And, you know, they they tidied things up for them. Yeah. I don't know. It's despicable. And if you went to this event, you should be ashamed of yourself. Sorry. Not sorry. There's just zero qualms and, like, self-awareness these days. I guess it's just the everything can get, you know, whitewashed. Yeah. through the context of art i wonder when that will start buckling art is sort of a vehicle like a paragon of a uh like a solid paragon of how we judge things you yeah. i just find it really <laughs> despicable because it's like it's one thing when it's like oh like art and culture like bridges people together it's like you're going for like it's like rich people going to some rich powerful people going to um you know like corporate branded events right 
it has nothing to do with like the local artists or local culture. Yeah. Uh, it's about like elevating that like top of of that world. Right. Um, and doesn't really help anyone who's in need. It's just about like, I don't know. And it's, it's funny gross. because like in Israel, there's so little money and culture. Like there's very little funding from the state and also mm-hmm. there's very little money from the actual industry. And so celebrities in Israel, like their only way to make money is to go to all these like uh, this launch event, that launch event for like a cosmetics pro- a product or whatever. And so like there's there's really no sense of shame as, you know, being an artist in Israel in attending those things because you yeah. got to make a living somehow but like what is your excuse here yeah but also the I things mean, in israel they're doing are like oh it's funny it's like tacky that you went to like a super farm opening but this yeah. is like basically yeah this, i mean what's what's your excuse i mean you're a multi-millionaire artist yeah they're all uh, millionaires like all those people there are like de facto rich like yeah. harry styles does not need to be there and I mean, you don't have to like co-sign a petition or anything like that. Like silence sometimes speaks volumes in yeah. the sense that you can just not attend it. Because like showing your face in some like really ritzy opening of whatever in like an oppressive, in yeah. an oppressive state that speaks volumes. Yeah, no, you're you are <laughs> co-signing it by showing up. Yeah, because you can either just not go and be silent, or you can stay back uh and say something critical uh because that's what people are doing who are like in the football or soccer world which that's crazy that like people in fucking soccer have more scruples right than like a you know apparently the progressive art world oh, so maybe they just wanted to avoid uh having to cast a uh a ballot <laughs> in the upcoming elections god these people are shameless they're just shameless shame on you yeah shame on you stop cloud chasing and get a real job yeah Um, also you have rich parents so like you don't even have to work (laughs) yeah and also it's not like you're a royal and you're funded by the state therefore you have to like go to all those things and attend them this is you're you're a a, an agent of your own you don't have to do any of those things um because people have no moral backbone yeah shande shande mm-hmm. and not shonda rhymes okay yeah <laughs> oh my All god right. well the world's depressing but we're rays of sunshine so <laughs> mm-hmm. and also our our moral backbone is a little more sound and solid yeah this podcast is all about asserting our moral superiority over others. <laughs> if you haven't caught on to that by now. Oh, Amir, while we've been podcasting, I drew you a beautiful painting on my iPad. <laughs> Hockney so, style? Yeah, we'll post that. It's a, it's a pastel Ch- work. Chachney style? <laughs> it's a beautiful pastel work. We're going to post it. Maybe we can auction it off for a good cause. Oh, yeah. You should NFT it. <laughs> Wait, is there a blockchain representative at the uh, in Qatar right now? Maybe that's why they went. They're, they're promoting uh, queering the blockchain. Yeah, conference twenty two. Is there a Ann Imhoff performance out in the desert? 
With her uh, high school oh, lockers. I'm sorry. The last thing I'll say is the fucking Olafur Eliasson installation there. Oh, yeah. It's like, tell, oh, tell us more about it. Don't well, acronymize. I don't know, a, a bunch of discs, <laughs> a bunch of like concrete and metal discs. Uh, he's constantly going on about climate change and the environment. It's like, oh, so you use these petrochemical dollars to make this garbage work, which has a giant carbon footprint. Yeah, but at least he used uh, local slave labor instead of... Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, maybe 7,001 migrant workers have died instead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he had his project about those like little lights, you know, because there's uh, millions upon millions of people without electricity around the world. So these poor, impoverished children uh, can have like solar-powered lamps at home. Maybe they're the children of those dead migrants from Bangladesh. Hmm. Oh my god. Yet another stunt. Mm-hmm. Shame on you. <laughs> well, maybe one day we'll get invited to Cutter and then we won't uh, won't be as critical. I guess it all boils down <laughs> to us feeling left out. Yeah. Also my 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 invitation to the Alex Katz uh opening got lost in the mail. Um, I have some catching up to do. I really, I want to see the, uh, um, the Hopper retrospective at the Whitney and I will, I will end up, I will make it to the Guggenheim to see the Alex Katz show. I just, I've really been swamped with work. Um, yeah, that's about it. Anything else exciting you want to share before we, uh, bid each other adieu? Mm, That's about it. Nothing else is happening. Such is life. Alrighty. Well, um, yeah, slide into our DMs if you want us to talk about anything specific next time. That's right. Uh, send us any questions for mailbag. Mm-hmm. It's engorged. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, talk to you next time. Talk to you soon, Amir. Cheers. Cheers.